We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Saturday Night Knicks, number one show for the fans by the fans, CP Ashley Moss, JLs in the building, Knicks versus Rockets, second part of a back-to-back for the Knicks, and a game like just like last night that I wanted them to take, you know, this is an undermanned Rockets team, and uh, you know, this, this Knicks team is, is way better on paper, and I wanted them to come out and, and take this game and dominate, and they did that, got out to a fast start. Alfred Payton was in his bag early, Reggie Bullock early, Julius doing his Julius things, but after a ferocious Wizards, I mean, uh, Rockets comeback by John Wall to cut it to five, it was once again the dynamic duo of Derrick Rose and Emmanuel Quickly who put this game away and left no doubts. Knicks win 121-99, and 13-15 on the campaign. Two wins in a row. And we're going to keep this thing rolling, man. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. JLs, give me some thoughts on this game, bro. Man, I, the Knicks, man, they like they like doing these little slow start things, CP. They really do. And once again, they got off to a slow start. But it was kind of like a, a rework of the last game, CP. They they the second unit. The second unit came in and punched them in the mouth, straight up. The defense picked up once they got in, and they were pushed the league, the lead, and that was all she wrote. The Knicks pretty much led after that, and even in the third quarter, the first unit again they tried to give away the game. Man, yeah, yeah, I, I feel you know some of the threes started hitting because you know they didn't really hit the threes in the first quarter in the, in the second quarter, but the third quarter the threes started hitting, and I felt like um, the coach took a minute to make a change. But eventually, when the change came, the second unit once again pushed the lead, led by um, Derrick Rose and Emmanuel Quickly, who just hit consecutive three after three after three. And that's all she wrote, man. It was kind of showtime at the Apollo after that, man. You saw 
All, all the best plays were in the fourth quarters, to be honest with you, yeah. with the Knox. Knox, you, the Obi Toppin, uh, pre-dunk contest dunk. We just we yeah. took care of business. It was a party after that. Took care of business. And uh, welcome at, welcome back, Ash. How, how's everything? How, how you doing today? Um, so, I'm good. I'm warm. I'm sunny. Yeah, I'm bright. Yeah. <laughs> Having some fun in the sun, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Give, give, give us some thoughts. <laughs> give us some thoughts on this game tonight. Listen, I think that this was, you know, you know, I like the term complimentary basketball. This was it at its finest. And, you know, with Mitchell being out, you know, we really needed that help from Nerlens Noel on the offense and the defense. He came through. I mean, I think he looked great as a starter. I think that he's going to be the consistent factor we're going to need, especially in Mitch's absence. But also, I mean, shout out to IQ, shout out to D Rose. And I know the smoke's going to be coming in my direction. Ooh, yeah, there was a lot of smoke. So I'm, I'm, you, I'm you missed the last two hard. games. People thought you were ducking the chat. JL has accepted it. But welcome back. Anyway. I know. I know. It's fine. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm not 100% sold on it yet, but it does look good from where it is. But I think also, you know, in the third quarter, things got a little bit shaky. Again, those Tibbs rotations, we were looking at them a little bit sideways because it gave the Rockets time to come back, and they did not look great, the Rockets. I mean, their shots just weren't hitting. They kind of hit their stride a little bit in the third, and we kind of yeah. helped them in that direction. But yeah. shout-out to Tibbs and the rest of the guys being able to kind of snap out of that and put their foot back on the gas. I think this was a good win on both sides of the ball, and I'm, I'm very impressed with what I saw tonight. Good win. Good win indeed. Able to hold them to nine, 99. So another mm-hmm. night where we hold a team under 100 points. So the Nick defense definitely came to play. As you said, you know, I thought Nerlens and Taj uh, did a pretty commendable job in, in Mitch's absence. And it didn't look like the Rockets showed up at all in the first half. I mean, Clyde was in his bag as usual. It was like, yo, this is the most pathetic performance. I had ever seen because the Knicks were just steamrolling them and and on the defensive end the Rockets didn't even show up but um you know once again that that duo rose and quickly 21 points versus the Heat in Rose's debut uh mm-hmm. 30 points versus the Wizards 38 points tonight versus the Rockets and um you know that there was there was early um concerns that Rose might take quickly's minutes but it's, it's a complete opposite they're coming in together and they're giving that second unit a lift. And now it's a it's a pick-your-poison t- type of situation, Jails, because, like I said, quickly, yes, he's getting the threes off, you know, off the dribble and off the pull-ups, but he's also getting it off the catch-and-shoots as well because yeah. Rose, as that other ball handler, you know, he, he's a threat in his own. So it, it's the ball movement is crisp. Burks has added another dimension. The three of them gave the, that second unit a huge lift in the second quarter. And, and uh, yeah, the, the second unit is, is prolific now with Rose here, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, those, the second unit itself, they play off each other pretty well. I do feel like the passing is probably rubbed off on Alec Burks. I, just, I don't know. It just seems like he's more of a willing passer now instead of just a chucker. So I like that aspect of the game. I also like the spacing that quickly is getting and Rose. like yeah. Especially when he got that hot today. Yeah. There was, uh, there was times where quickly's man was just – uh, his whole purpose was I'm trying to stop quickly, and it just kind of let Derrick Rose do what he wanted to do. He wasn't right. able he was going to cheat. He was like, my my job is to stop this guy, and that's what I'm going to do. So that's a nice wrinkle to it as well. And yeah, and the minute like it hasn't been that it hasn't been IQ. Funny enough, I feel like RJ has been the it's, the guy recently. Yeah, and it's and it's interesting, and and that you know that that's another question I would certainly want to pose to you guys. Um, RJ didn't really have it tonight. 
you know, another night yeah. that he, he kind of struggled from the field, and last night was more the same. You know, shout out to my guy Larry Israel. He asked me if, if I thought that RJ was hurt because he did have the, the knee taped up and stuff like that, and he mm. mentioned that he did look a little slow. And when I did watch him in the second half, uh, he did look like he was dragging the leg a little bit. He did look like he was dragging the leg a little bit. So another night for RJ where he only plays um, 22 minutes, two for eight from the field, um, seven points, five dimes. You know, very, um, you know, ho-hum night for RJ tonight. Are you, are you guys concerned at all with, with RJ? No. I think, you know, it happens. I think, you know, it's growing pains of kind of developing and becoming who we want him to be. I don't think he looks atrocious to where, you know, you got to sound the alarm. It definitely is a big contrast in what we've seen him do consistently the past few games, past few weeks. Um, but I also think, you know, with D. Rose being in uh, being on the squad now, it kind of takes a little bit of the pressure off of RJ to be the scorer constantly. And I think that's what we were seeing. I mean, there were only a handful of guys who could actually score. And now that D. Rose is in the mix, it kind of makes it a little bit easier for RJ to have nights like this and still be able to pull out wins. So I'm not concerned. I think, you know, like I said, it's just part of the growing pains of being a 20-year-old superstar to be in the NBA. You're going to see games like this from him. You're going to see games like that from IQ. You're going to see games like that from Obi. You're going to see games like that from the young guys who are still trying to figure out who they are in this league and how they can contribute to this team and to do so consistently. So it's no, you know, it's nothing to be worried about. This is part of the game. It really just is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, part part of those misses, I mean, he had about six points where he missed at point blank range. You know, yeah. and and if he makes those, that's that's a thirteen and five night or a fourteen, fifteen and five night. So I thought a lot of that he he just didn't finish well close to the rim. But um, other than that, I'm not too too concerned. And and I think it's also a good problem to have with with Rose quickly and Burks kind of delivering for you in the third quarter. It gives RJ some more rest. You didn't really need to go back to him to finish the game. And so, you know, another night off where, where he gets, you know, uh, less minutes wouldn't be such a bad thing either way. JLs, what's your take? Yeah, I mean, I agree with all of you guys. And to me, it's, he's still doing other things. Like, I think five assists. Five assists, yeah. Had a couple got the lobs going. Caught Noel in a couple lobs. Yeah, exactly. Mitch is not there. It's like, all right, cool. Run the same place as Noel. I think him going to his left hand has opened up um, that lob for him. Yeah, and he's yeah. been hitting that consistently. So, I'm not mad at it. He's not really hurting the team. We're still winning. And, you know, he contributed to 10 points based off of those five assists. So I'm not really mad at him. Yeah, I agree, man. Definitely agree. Uh, 58 to 30 bench points, which was, again, um, 38. You had 38 from uh, from Rose and Quickly. OB chipped in with a couple buckets. Taj chipped in with a couple of the OB finished with 11 points, five mm-hmm. and nine from the field. Um, yeah, nice Taj chipping. Yeah. yeah, nice yeah, game from yeah. Obi. Plus 16 with that unit. So oh. nice game from Obi. Uh, four points for Taj, four, five rebounds as well. And then Burke chipped in. He had a three um, early in the game. So uh, overall solid from the second unit. 60 points in the paint, uh, which was good because this, this is where we needed to feast. You know, they have no inside presence. Cousins mm-hmm. is their guy. They missed um, no Christian Wood tonight and, and no Oladipo. So this, as I said, this was a shorthanded Rockets team. And so I thought the Knicks did a good job of uh, of, of attacking the paint as well. Yeah, man, absolutely. Peyton, 
Peyton was going to the paint the first yeah. half of Will with 15 points. You're, Listen, you're, you're already Listen. Peyton was in his bag. That that Peyton John Wall matchup was was uh, pretty interesting. It was spicy. Yeah, it was spicy. He was jarring at him all yeah. night, and I loved he got energy from him. And I gotta say, Peyton keeps playing like this. It, it makes it really hard to crack the jokes. And I have That's the right. jokes. They're That's they're in the bag. They're waiting to come out. But <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, it's it's hard to it's hard to make them when he's out here playing like that. And you can see why. Tibbs constantly, you know, wants him on the floor, constantly yeah. is giving him these minutes. You can start to see what he's always seen in Peyton. Now you're starting to see it for yourself because before it was a mystery to us, and I think now we're starting to kind of get on the same page. So the Peyton jokes are going to have to go on the back burner yeah. for a little F- bit. 15, <laughs> Just points. A little bit. <laughs> 15 points, 7 of 11 from the field. And like I said, he didn't back. One thing about Peyton that we that we saw last year is that he don't back down. You know, no, he doesn't. He, he was he was all up on John Wall in that first quarter and let him let him know he was here. Let him know he was here to play tonight. Last year we saw him throw Crowder three rows into, into the stands into Chris Brickley and them for uh, mm-hmm. trying to run up the score. So that's one thing about Peyton. He's tough, man. He's from Louisiana. He doesn't back down. And so you know you definitely appreciate that, especially in this modern game when all these players are kind of soft and buddy buddy. So good job by him. I thought the Peyton John Wall battle was dope. I thought, how about Julius? Julius going up against one of the best defenders in the league and, <laughs> and accepting the challenge, man. Julius and PJ Tucker were, were going at it all night. And I thought, you know, Julius did well, man. Another night, 22 and 8 for Julius. You know what I'm saying, JLZ? You were saying. I vote for him. Vote for him, All-Star. Yeah, yeah we got to get Julius in the All-Star game. Man. Yeah, 7 man. to 15 on the night, 1 for 2 from downtown, 7 to 8 from the free throw line. We got to get Julius to the All-Star game, man. He, he deserves it. He deserves yeah, it. Sure. it. He's playing so well, it's boring now. Like, no yeah. one wants to talk about it. <laughs> because it's happening every single time, almost every single time. Yeah. Like, you kind of want to talk about it when he's not playing well because it's something different from the norm. But he's playing well every single time, and he's starting to hit even, like, clutch shots at the at the buzzer now. Like, mellow. I mean, somebody hit me on Twitter, like, yo, Julius is kind of in his mellow bag. And I'm like, I didn't the really want to admit it, but, you yeah. know, he kind of, some of the moves are kind of, you know, they're operating out of the same area, mostly out of that elbow. You know, mm-hmm. it, it seems like the first shot he wants to go to is that, like, turnaround baseline jumper. Yep. Mm-hmm. That falling away jumper yeah. on that baseline on that right side. Yep. Yeah, Every yeah. single time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Julius definitely took out the Arsenal today on PJ Tucker. So that was an impressive performance, man. Definitely impressive performance by Julius, man. Exactly. Even a little Dirkish, too, the way he falls back and shoots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> We're not comparing. Well, not, We're not comparing. Them. We're just saying. The I'm Arsenal. not comparing them, but the Dirk Arsenal. is the guy who 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 um came in the game with the turnaround shoot and then kick your leg out for balance like that's that's the, the first guy i remember I'll give you that move and i'll give you that yeah. i'll give you that not calling not calling him dirk Nowinski. That, that's not okay i'll give you that i'll give you that <laughs> yeah sure. yeah no julius was in his bag um definitely like to see that and yeah that was it man once john wall john wall went on a tear and that's one thing about john wall he'll build you a brick house but he could also run off 10 straight on you and that's what he did he ripped off 10 points in that third quarter to cut it to five that's when Rose came in about the 5.05 mark in the third. They're able to close the third up 12 and basically didn't look back from there. I think the largest lead they had was 22 points, and, and that was that. You know, Rose and quickly really just ran it up quickly with four three-pointers in that in that second half, a couple in the fourth quarter, big, big buckets. And I think that was the biggest difference in this game, man. They were able to pull it away. Yeah, man, I kind of feel like Peyton got in his head a little bit in the first half, too. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> I think he got in his head. Yeah. 
because Ray was talking about it. He's like, the difference is in the second yeah. half, he didn't look the ball. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> he and, was not trying and to he, pass. And he, he was jarring at him early. I mean, if you remember, I think it was in the first quarter where, you know, he got called for that foul and Peyton was not having it. He kind of stepped to him. John Wall was looking at him and, you know, Cousins walked in the middle and it was like, I thought they were about to, like, go at it. Yeah. I was like, okay, Peyton. That's how you get a New York Knicks fan on your side. It looks like you're about to Rumble. Punch. Rumble, young man. Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, but good win. Good win indeed, and, and uh, we'll take it. You know, the, this, the schedule is, you know, not to say that they're, they're winnable. I hate to say winnable games when it comes to the Knicks because, you know, nothing's ever easy. But uh, the Hawks coming up, Orlando coming up, those, you know, those are games that – Teams that are within the Knicks' speed, that if they want to make the playoffs, these are games that they, they can and should win. So mm-hmm. let's see um, how they respond in, in these next few games. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. 121 to 99. Knicks win. Um, 18, 1900 right now. Checking in on YouTube. Salute to everybody. Let's get those likes up. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Uh, make sure you guys are subscribing to the channel as well. And uh, salute to everybody on Facebook, man. The Facebook family's always in here heavy as well. So we welcome everybody. Let's salute some super chats before we get to the phones. Kurt Cobain sends us a super chat from heaven. He says, um, JLs and Ash pulled up with the worst first takes in America when it came to D-Rose. CP looking like Nostradamus. Ooh, I didn't I didn't ad lib on that. That was the super chat by Kurt Cobain. First of all, he said that I smoked he said that I smoked JLs and Ashley. That and that's the trend, if y'all notice, whenever we get into these debates, is JLs and Ashley always try to team up on me. And it's I'm always uh, on an island by myself. It's all good. It's all good. First of all, I still don't, I don't think it was a bad take to say that uh, you're afraid that Thomas Thibodeau is not going to play a rookie when he's, that's what he's been doing all season. I don't think that's a bad take. And also, I don't think JLS or myself ever. Well, actually, JLS did. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. JL said he that. couldn't shoot. Man, I was reading the comments. He did say he couldn't shoot. JLS was flying. I'm gonna have to hold you to that. I said he's not a shooter. He can't shoot. He, said he can't shoot anymore. From the rim, he's actually shooting better now. I'll give him that. I'll give him you that. said the man couldn't shoot anymore. I simply said I didn't. I did not want to see him, his, you know, addition to the team take away from IQ's development. I don't think yeah. that was a bad take. I don't think saying that Tibbs and stubbornness in his rotations concerns me. Still don't think that was a bad take. It still does concern me. It's been three games. Mm-hmm. I'm still, I still need to see a little bit more to feel more confident in Tibbs and how he's going to go ahead and maneuver, you know, with IQ and D Rose. If he continues to play them together on the floor as much as he does, I'm all for it. I think it's only going to be beneficial to IQ's development. Yeah. But, like I said, it's been three games. I don't want to see, you know, that change. If it stays like this, I'm good. If you start seeing, you know, IQ on the bench more and D-Rose playing more, then I have an issue with it. But yeah. I never said, in my defense, never said D-Rose couldn't shoot. Just want to yeah. put that out there. This guy did. Throw JLs on the bus. That, yeah, Sorry. no doubt. Thanks. It's every man Thanks. for himself, JLs. It's every man for himself. Every <laughs> I feel you. I feel. Well, I, did, I will say this. I did say <laughs> – Derrick Rose has worse finishing than Alfred Payton, and that's true. He shot 46% at the rim this year, so I was concerned about his finishing. His mid-range has improved, but I didn't feel like he was a shooter. Now, as as he came to the Knicks team, he's been shooting. He's shooting better than he did with the with the Detroit Pistons. Yeah. Facts. Cer- certainly close and finish better tonight. You know what I'm saying? 5 of 11 from the field for Rose, 16. And like I said, I thought – 
um, he really took control of that game in the third and fourth when we needed it. And that, you know, his yeah. addition, that that's what that gives us. And uh, he came up big. He came up big. Facts. Like, he was shooting 42% with, with the Detroit Pistons. He's shooting 60% now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. He's uh, he's born again, so salute to him. Good win. First Lady of Sports sends us a super chat. She says, Ashley and Jay Ellis are now on the Rose bandwagon. Daniel I'm Mahia. not on the bandwagon. <laughs> I'm not Mahia on any bandwagon. <laughs> uh, Daniel says, if the defense is still the same with Mitch out, is he more expendable as a trade asset? I'm not, I'm not going to go. Stop. My man's got to go under the knife, man. Well, you know, oh, my gosh. I'm one game, go. saying you yeah, we're not going to touch that. We're not going to touch that. Fat Boy with Kick says, please, please, please don't let the Debbie Downers call in tonight. Positive vibes only, all 72. And with that, let's go to the phones. My man went under the knife today. Papa left. How's everything, man? Hope hope all is well, bro. How's everything going? A successful surgery, and I want to thank everybody last night for wishing me well. All the energy counts, and uh, I appreciate all you guys wishing me well on that. So. I'm on the I'm on the American Gangster. It was a good movie, Ashley. You should check it out sometime. But I'm on the Blue Magic right now. So he's oh, feeling wavy. Really super wavy right now. Um, I'm I just live. want to talk about the uh, the turning point in the game, and I want to apologize for the Julius slander I brought to the show. My worst call, and hopefully my last worst call, which was <laughs> saying that we should trade this guy or look to build his value, and I think that's a part of being a, a good con- contributor to the Knicks fan TV is admitting when you're wrong. Yeah. And I yeah, was wrong. We should not stage, be right? looking to trade Julius Randle because Rosen quickly got uh, got the points. They got all the, uh, the separation points when we were up by seven. But if you noticed, at the end of the third, Randle, of course, with Mitch out, has to protect the paint. And he has to get tough boards. And I think he had back-to-back possessions of a tough board kickout. And then he had a block on the other side. It was a seven-point game. So it was those type of plays. And then we're talking about Randall, you know, not getting enough love in the All-Star game. And then I looked at the standings, and I, and I looked at all these MVP candidates. And I'm not jumping out the window with this take, but I wouldn't be surprised if Julius Randle gets more MVP votes than he does all-star votes. So as much as we want to see the all-star recognition, if we make the playoffs and you look at all these other guys with star 1Bs, star 1Cs, star 2s, we don't have that on our team. And uh, Randle is really holding it down for us and making sure that we can create that separation for quickly to get hot, for Rose to start penetrating, for other guys to get involved. So whenever we... We just need a consistent, established force on the floor. This guy has been, been just, like been Jay Ellis said, quote of the night. It's starting to get boring, but we're enjoying it. Um, Mitch being out creates an opportunity for Toppin to develop. And um, you never want to see someone go down with an injury, and I'm not advocating for it, obviously, <laughs> with my situation. But it is it is a, a checkpoint on this season mm-hmm. that we can we, – we, Technically, could get out of that. Um, I like the way that Noel and Todd are active on getting out to the paint, and I feel like Mitch can um, work on that a little bit as far as contributing on the pick and rolls. Um, So Taj was very active. Noel was very active. um, And I think that that will will help us. We're just a deep team right now. Um, Last point on RJ, 
I see a little, um, a lot of chemistry on this team. You got Rose and Quickly and Toppin kind of, kind of collectively creating this mentorship piece. Then you got Noel and Taj. You got um, Randall and Alfred Payton, which <laughs> ironically is how I got introduced to the Knicks Fan TV show. You guys uh, exposed the, the love affair <laughs> between <laughs> Payton and Randall and made me look at the game totally different. But that's why you guys are you guys. Um, and um, I just feel sometimes that RJ uh, is trying to find himself by himself. And I think uh, I'm not going to be negative. It's not a negative take. I just, I just want um, Tibbs to just, give him a nod and give him a little bit more confidence um, going down the stretch into the playoff run. And hopefully um, we can get RJ going with someone other than that first unit. If, if, if it comes to that, yeah. I'm not saying bench him. I'm just saying let's stagger him because it kind of reminds me of uh, David Johnson when he was playing with Josh Rosen and they would just run him up the middle. And then all of a sudden they brought in Byron Leftwich. And now David Johnson's running screens. You know he's he's, mm-hmm. he's getting passes down the spot, down the down the uh, seams of the field, using his strengths to his advantage. And right now, when Burks comes in, um, you're seeing Burks being used to his advantage. You're seeing other guys being used to their skill set. And sometimes I feel even with Obi, uh, that first preseason game against the Pistons, we saw yeah. him on the block and he had Amari vibes. And you see him going to going to the bucket. He got in Rose's way. But at least he was going to the bucket, and I, and Rose got in his face and said, "Get out of my way." So I think he has more to learn by getting closer to the rim. So does yeah. RJ getting closer to the rim, and uh, you know that's that's what I got to say tonight. Thank you guys appreciate for it, letting bro. me call in. All right, man. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. Spe- speedy recovery, man. Um, I'll just start from RJ on back. I mean, I just think you know this is this is a three game skid for him. Yeah. You know, the last few games he he was they were going with him. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and again, at Miami, the Miami's adjustments on him in the pick and roll changed things. You know what I'm saying? They played them twice. They played the Wizards. He struggled a little bit, and he struggled here. So say a four-game, four, a little four-game skid. But prior to that, JL, you know, he, he, RJ had it going. We, we, were, we were talking about RJ, and I thought the chemistry he had was with Mitch, with Noel on, on the lobs as well, a little yeah. bit here and there with, with Julius. Yeah. Um, you know, if you get us some more three-point shooters around him, obviously I think his passing will certainly be on display, and and, uh, and we'll get some more buckets there. Hopefully you see him and Obi maybe mix it up a little bit, but I think it's, it's just, a, just a little tough skid right now for RJ. Yeah, you took all the yeah all the points I was about to say. You pretty much nailed it. Like, he does have a little bit of chemistry with him and Mitch. I feel like he's the only one who actually passes the ball to Mitch on the lives yeah. for the most time, you know, so I do think there's chemistry there. I do feel like Julius and uh, RJ had chemistry as well during that 12-game stretch when he was going off. They were, like, looking for each other a lot, you know. So I, I think there's chemistry there as well. It's just a weird skid right now. Uh, like you said, Miami's looking at game tape on him, so it's right, come out right. of his rhythm. And I, I'm not sure what happened today, but today just wasn't the day. But he still, even though today wasn't the day, and he specifically didn't get going, he got other people going, which is, which is fine. Uh, I do understand what he's saying, though. Maybe staggering the minutes so someone can get yeah. him going for a change, you know? Yeah. Instead of him getting other people to go. So I do get that, you know? Would it be a bad, bad idea? Yeah. What, what do you think, Ash? 
I think, you know, in situations this past few games, he's getting looks. So just he's just not following through. And then sometimes also, you know, his game, because he doesn't have a long-range shot yet and he doesn't have a mid-range shot, really a consistent one, when he can't drive to the paint like he is accustomed to and where his bread and butter is, it kind of leaves him in this weird, like, rut he gets in sometimes. And when you're playing a team with DeMarcus Cousins on it, who's going to, you know, body you every time you try to get to the rim, it makes it a little bit harder to add that aspect to your game. You don't have anything else to fall back on. So I think, you know, he, he's got to fight through it. He's got to go through it. This is the growing pains of, you know, being on the New York Knicks, the growing pains of coming into the type of player that you are, that you want to be. You have to go through it. So I don't think it's a concern. Um, I think, again, because of all the other pieces that are starting to formulate and, and click on the team, he can get away with having games like this. It's important, though, when you have games like this that you don't let it go too long, you don't let it linger too long, because what happens is it starts to um, affect your progress. It starts to go ahead, and it's more of a mental thing, your muscle memory and things like that. I think next game he'll be fine. I think it's just a, been a weird streak from him, you know, started off really – the past couple of games, the past few weeks, he's been hot. He's in a space where he's not so hot. If you remember, right. in the beginning of the season, he was not so hot. He's right. kind of going like this yeah. until he can kind of, you know, ride like this. And it's normal. He'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, agreed. And then, yeah, on the Julius stuff, great points. I don't know if he'll get MVP votes, but, um, you know, to his point, Julius really taking on the challenge of, of drawing the other team's toughest defenders, drawing the double teams, you know, commanding that attention, commanding that gravity and that energy, and, and again, making his teammates better, making his teammates better. And he's got to get on the boards. Yesterday he had 18 against Washington. Tonight yeah. another nine, chipped in with another nine, one turnover. And, again, against Tucker, I, I thought he had a good game. I thought these were solid numbers against P.J. Tucker. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? For everybody saying that I didn't want the smoke on D Rose and J Ellis doesn't want the smoke and what we were wrong. <laughs> Every single person in this chat, I'm remembering names starting to my my photographic memory is starting to click. I remember every single one of y'all who were talking about trade Randall, trade oh, Randall, oh, trade oh, Randall. Oh, now oh, you guys are on the Randall bandwagon. Mm. So if you want the smoke, I got the smoke for you too. We can do this all night. Bang, bang. Okay? Because I remember <laughs> There were only two chat. people on this. There was only two people up here who were defending Randall, and it was myself and Jay Ellis. Every single one of y'all, and I'm seeing the names, and I'm starting to make the connection. Mm-hmm. Trade them. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Now you're here, right? Now it's Randall's this. Vote for Randall for the All-Star Vote game. Vote for Randall. Yeah, Vote for Randall. Randall. Let's do it, Randall. You would never yeah. laugh. Trade him while he's hot. Okay. Julius, you're my hero. Okay, Wagon. <laughs> Julius, you're my guy, man. Y'all hit your, your, day, you guys man. hit your, um, Jay, you guys hit your Randall bandwagon to me and Jay Ellis with Derrick Rose bandwagon. Welcome. Welcome to the bandwagon, all right? Y'all can stay if y'all want, all right? Julie's all, right. all day, man. Julie's all day, man. Salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. We're actually talking spicy tonight. Um, if you guys, I'm here for it. <laughs> if you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new. We'll shout you guys out. So we'll pop a left, man. My man was calling before the knife, under the knife, after the knife. That's a dedicated Knicks fan, a dedicated Knicks fan TV listener, man. I, I got to salute that guy, man. Appreciate it. He was definitely feeling wavy, man. So <laughs> definitely get some rest. 
Although, yeah, yeah he was definitely feeling wavy, man. And Nova King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, if you want to call it that. Uh, salute, <laughs> salute to Ron Hansley in the building. My guy, Ron Hansley, says, since acquiring D. Rose, the Knicks bench have outscored their opponents by a total of 74 points. Mm. Hashtag mob deep. Yeah, man, he, he's giving us a punch, no doubt about it. Uh, the rhyme animal Chuck D, salute to Chuck D, says, we got to smash the gas on these teams. No excuses, no asterisks. Quickly in rows, rising quickly. Welcome back, Super 3. Let's go. Hashtag Knicks Nation. RJ and Obi looking good at uh, looking at good contests to learn from, not just the losses. That's major. Salute to Chuck, man. Appreciate you. Prime Animal in the building. Everybody throw a hashtag PE in the chat to salute Pup Chuck D and Public Enemy for sure. Um, I want to shout out Uncle Gallmander. Team hashtag knew what's going on. Uh, Kurt Cobain, you not new, but uh, welcome to the chat. Anyway, who else? I got Uncle Gallmander. Paul P in the chat. What's going on, Paul? Amarius Gutierrez, how you feeling? Hashtag new. Um, Ash, who you want to shout out in the chat? Shout out to everyone lying, say they weren't talking about trading towards <laughs> Randall. Just lying selves. I know who you are, but whatever. Okay. My memory works. Perfection. It, my memory is perfection. Um, shout out to Charmboy72, Jamaica in the building. I'm J-A. jealous. Well, I love gone. Jamaica. Uh-huh. Love Jamaica. Um, someone said, C. Marshall said, Ash reached in that girlfriend misdirection bag. Shout out to everyone, hashtagging all 72. All Appreciate 72. you guys. Yep. And just hashtag, and shout out to everyone who's just rocking with us on a, you know, Saturday, Saturday evening. night. Mm-hmm. Saturday nights. I know you guys could be anywhere, but you're here with us, and we appreciate it. Absolutely, man. And uh, over 2,000 people in the chat, so let's get those likes up. Let's hit that thumbs up button for your squad. And, uh, yeah, definitely appreciate it. UFC fight night going on. My guy Usman is fighting, so definitely want to make sure. If you guys are watching the fight, just keep us updated. Let me know if, if the main card is coming up. Um, just so I know, give me, give me a good estimate so I know when to, uh, when to wrap up. JJ from Brooklyn. JJ, what's going on? Yo, yo, what's good? What's good? Uh, man, another good win. Quickly, this kid, what can you say about this kid? He's just a stud, man. He hit those big threes right when they were making that run. I think they cut it to five. And then he hit those two huge threes to put us back up double digits. Uh, the thing with, um, with RJ, it's, if you remember the Heat game, uh, Tibbs took him out when we were down three with like 50 or so seconds left in the game. So I know, I think he took him out for Burks. I know Burks is a better three-point shooter, but RJ's still one of our guys, so I wouldn't, I don't necessarily agree with doing that. And I feel like whenever RJ doesn't have it going, like Tibbs has a really, really quick hook with him. You know, like the last few games, I know he brought up there might be a little injury. I didn't notice that. But if, if that has nothing to do with it, I just, I wouldn't really do that type of thing with RJ because, you know, he still defends well. He passes well. He threw a few nice alley-oops to Noel. So, I mean, I would just stick with RJ. You know, there's going to be games where he doesn't have it. But I wouldn't just have such a quick hook with him. And, I mean, when it takes him out, like, say, early in the, in the second half, like, he doesn't even bring him back in, whether it's a close game or not. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't – I just really wouldn't do that. That's just my opinion. And then our last thing real quick on uh, the trade rumors or whatever you want to call it with guys like Beal and Levine. Mm-hmm. I know those two are great players. But you're also worried just because 
as great as they are, they've never really won. So are they just great players on bad teams or, you know, are they winning players? And then if you give up a ton, like players from the roster and picks, then you're basically going to be the New York Wizards and the New York Bulls. Yeah. You know, you're going to have those guys and not much else. 100%. If those like a deal with like Kawhi and Paul George where they both came basically together, then I would say, okay, maybe you basically you definitely debate it. But if nobody else, you know, there's no the free agent class next year. All those guys are signed already, except like Kawhi, Drew except Holiday. Kawhi. Those guys aren't coming here. So to me, it doesn't make much sense. I would just keep building through the draft and keep the young players. And that's just my opinion on it. But appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate that's a good one. Thank, thanks, JJ. Thank you, man. Yeah, I'm I'm sticking in the draft. I'm not making trades for any of those dudes. I'm not giving up any packages. I'm not giving up any draft picks. I'm good, man. I'm going to war with what we have, guys. I'm sorry. I'm just not, you know. I know it sounds crazy. I, I said this on the, my show yesterday. It sounds crazy when you're trying to turn down, you know, Bradley Beal and Oladipo and, and Levine. I'm just... I just don't feel like the Knicks are in a position where a trade like that makes any sense for their future. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. If we're giving up too much, it doesn't make sense. And plus, it's like a nice little chemistry forming, too. So it's like, it's it's interesting how, when you add a piece, how it affects the, yeah. the, the puzzle as a whole. And you don't, I don't know if you want to disrupt it too much when, you know, when we, it seems like we're starting to get something because, you know, yeah. we've, we've yeah. been good on the defensive end for so long. Um, it seems like the offense is starting to catch up now. It could be, you know, a weaker schedule too. But with that being said, it just still looks like this chemistry forming. And you just want to kind of sit and let it cook right now and see what happens. Yeah, and on top of that, I mean, we've been talking about consistency and how important it is to build a consistent foundation for this team, especially when you look at past seasons over the years. We just haven't had it, whether it was yeah. in the front office, whether it was coaching, whether it was players. You just want to start building that for foundation of consistency. But then also on top of it, I would say if we didn't have any picks, you know, if we didn't have Dallas's pick, coming up, I would say, yeah, you definitely need to make a trade, not necessarily for this year, but just for your future in general, because you don't have anything that you can go ahead and acquire um, any additional players from, but we have a pick, so it's you, you would be trading for what exactly? Unless you're going to go ahead and get, you know, um, LeBron James for, like, virtually nothing, which is not going to happen, you don't want to disrupt what you're starting to build. I think yeah. you have a really good team. Obviously, I think you're one major piece away. I don't know. Maybe that piece will come in the draft. Maybe you can trade that piece at a later date for something that's already existing out there in the league. But I don't think you need to go ahead and pull the trigger on anything right now. I think the team looks great how it is, how they are. And, um, yeah, touching it would just do more damage, would do more harm than good. Yeah, I, I agree with that, man. Will from the Bronx, what's going on, Will? Yo, <laughs> what is Goody? The Doody Hootie. The Goody Doody Doody Doody. I don't know what I'm saying. Yo, he's tweaking. What? He's tweaking. <laughs> he's tweaking. He took this up. Let's go. Let's give IQ the key. Give that man the keys. Now, him and D-Rose, they are a beautiful duo. However, I want to see IQ next to RJ. I think that'd be good. And D-Rose can definitely help unlock Obi. I would also, I would also, I was going to say I, w I would love for Payne to cease to exist. But just leave him out here. He needs to get traded to the Rivers. I don't know what the Knicks are going to do. But I feel like those dudes are being, you know, they're going to be packaged. They're on their way out of here. 
don't know why Payton has a no trade clause because I'm pretty sure his name is Alfred Payton, not Gary Payton, but whatever. <laughs> Let's get this man out of here. Um, Mitch, I miss you already. Yo, I hope you get better soon. Good, yo, that's my that's my guy. Mitch is my guy. Yeah, that's my guy, man. Awesome win. Good back to back blowout wins. This is what I'm talking about. And you know, let's, let's, let's keep it going. Yes, sir. Peace. Booty, 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 booty. It's out. Yo, the Bronx. Can I just say, yo, like, the Bronx is different. Like, <laughs> it's, it's that different loud pack there. is loud in the Bronx. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's really different up there. Like, it's just different. It's a different world because it's different. One of these days, JL, so we're going we're gonna to ask him what that means. But right now, I don't want to know. I'm going to just let him rock. I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't happens. think I want to know either. I don't think I want to know. Exactly. It's like when you get a tattoo. What did he, what did he, he say? I, can't, I, can't I don't know. Hear. I don't know. I don't know. That's like when Rick and Morty, that's when, like, Rick, um, he goes, ah. Somebody, oh, somebody sure. did say it, right? Somebody did somebody say it. Tell I me what, what it somebody tell me what Rick and Morty, what Rick always says, what his catchphrase is. It's like yabba dabba doo da. No, wait, that's the food. I, I feel like um, we're going in circles. I feel like we have this. Somebody yeah, tell me did. what his catchphrase is again. We did. So, and somebody in the chat had it, but I forgot about it. It was I like know. weeks ago. I, f- I forgot about tell it. Tell me what Rick's catchphrase is, guys. Put it in the chat, please. <laughs> Dominic in the chat says, "Protect the Bronx." <laughs> Protect the Bronx. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure, but salute to Will, man. He's a good dude. Um, on the RJ thing, I, I think uh, JJ had mentioned on the RJ thing and, and how Tibbs was using him. I just think it, it was just a matter of of circumstance. You know, the first Miami game, they closed out with their shooters. They didn't close at RJ, but. I don't really blame Tibbs for that. You know, RJ didn't have it going, and and this heat had shut him down all game, and so yeah. he was kind of cold. So I don't blame Tibbs for closing with that lineup with that had uh, quickly Burks, Rivers, I think it was Randall and Mitch. Now the second Miami game, he did the same thing in in certain situations. He did the same thing in certain situations, but in the end, RJ had the ball in his hands to make a game tying play, right? Which he could have made, and maybe we're not having this discussion right now. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be game the game. Yeah. He's still getting his minutes. As long as RJ is not in a, in a situational situation, we good. <laughs> yeah, but, right. We what? Know, we know Frank what? is in that situation. Yeah. Kev is in that situation. Oh, it's wobble lava. It's wait, wobble lava dub dub. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely wobble not what Will dub say. <laughs> That's definitely not what Will say, but. Yeah. There we go. I'll it. never forget that now. That Wobble love it. Wobble love it. just remixed it. Who knows? Michael Barone in the chat, man, was all on it. And Lexi Destroy, a lot of people. Oh, a lot of Rick and Morty fans in the chat, no doubt. Yeah, we got everyone. They're, they're everyone saying Wobble love it. I okay. appreciate it. Thank there, you. There so. it is. There it is. Um, BSON07 says, do I call in through the Discord server? No. The phone number is right here. The phone number is right here. Six five seven three eight three one five zero nine. We do have a Discord server for those of you that um, want to join a, a larger group chat that we have going on there. Eventually, we will set it up where we can take calls from the Discord server, so some of our international viewers can definitely call in as well. Some people do call the line anyway, long distance. You're welcome to do that, but um, we will ultimately set up the Discord server for people to call in. Um, just haven't gotten to it yet, but but we will. So so to everybody in the chat once again, hit that thumbs up button. For your squad, a couple more super chats coming in. 
Where are we at right now? Junior Karoma says RJ's going to be okay. Shout out my boy Jay Ellis and the gorgeous Ashley. But CP was right on the money with Derrick Rose. Way to smoke him, CP. Way to smoke him. Thank you, Junior. Oh, so how come we don't get any credit <laughs> for being I, I right? How come I don't get any credit or Jayles doesn't get any credit for being right on Julius Randle? Where's our credit? He gave you our compliments, though. But he, he said credit. at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, he came with you. He, he came on your boy's side. That's it. Nobody, nobody gave me credit for that, being right about Julius Randle from day that one. That was many moons ago. We forgot about that. He's the MVP. It was, now. I've been, it was day one. He's the it MVP was day now. one. I was holding him down. Y'all were ready to trade him for <laughs> four I remember. I remember hey, too, man. And I told you that Julius was going to be the MVP of the team. So that's I'm two and zero. Oh. No, no, yo, that thing you just pulled, CP, is worse than Julius Randle's last year, all right? It's all in the archives. That's the thing you just pulled. It's all in the archives. That is not the thing. man was going to trade him for some hot nuts and a chopped cheese, and now he's talking about MVP. He was like, get him out of here. I'm just talking business. But go to the preseason preview. The preseason preview is me, Ashley, P, Alex. I said the MVP was going to be Julius. And that's it. That's Yo, it. Which makes your take... CP, CP, CP. Which wait, wait, wait. makes your take on wanting to trade him even Man. more... Like, Yo, CP, business. you're doing a nice job of telling half the story, CP. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing a really nice job of telling half the story. Yes, you did say he can be the MVP of the team. Yeah. The team. Yeah. But you also said, get him out of here <laughs> on the first thing smoking. At the trade deadline, while the value is high, you did it. Back. If the, if there's a trade to make, yes, I'm <laughs> open to business. He was on that Ari train. He was on that Ari train big yeah. time, riding it all the way to trade Julie trade Station. He's riding it no I'm stop. Open, I'm open stops. for business if the Express. opportunity presents itself. All right. right, he was taking that express train to the trade. Express five to Flatbush. This is this is a complicated and delicate situation. It's not easy. It's not easy. So I'm doing my best, but I'm two and on the debates. All right, first lady oh, wow. of sports drops a super chat. She says, "Captain the chat, if y'all remember, based yo. on the upcoming schedule, <laughs> oh, the Knicks the can chat. win eight games in a row. Atlanta is next, and they are struggling. Spurs will be the toughest team. Yeah, Spurs coming up will be tough. Um, Atlanta, they didn't do the job, man. Atlanta was supposed to beat the Mavs on Thursday. They didn't get the job done. Or it was early this week. Usually the Tuesday or Thursday. They didn't get the job done. But, yeah, Atlanta's definitely struggling. Louis B., shout out to Shaw, uh, Shaolin. He says, I love having IQ at the two-guard. Great win. Peace, peace, Louis B. Maxwell Walter says, IQ stays impressive. Such a solid W. Playoffs are in route, no doubt. All right, so a little a little more of the P word coming out tonight. All right, no doubt. No doubt, no doubt. Um, back to the phones. <laughs> What's going on? Yo, someone said, some fat boy <laughs> said, CP and Ashley are the Beyonce and Jay-Z of cats. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's foul, man. Come on, fat boy. Come on, man. You dropped a super chat. I, I, I thought you were the homie, man. At least he said I'm Beyonce, and I'll take that. Thank you, Batman. I appreciate it. That's all I heard. I just heard Beyonce, and then I stopped reading, so I don't care. That's it. I stopped reading after that, man. Um, Let's go to Kyrie from New York. Uh, Kyrie who, bro? (laughs) Um, 
Definitely not Irving. All right, all right, all right. No well, doubt, no doubt, no doubt. All right, make make your case, sir. You can now proceed. You can now proceed. Okay. All right. Three quick points. One is quickly needs to be starting, man. That boy's special. Two. Obi, man. Obi, Obi, Obi. I don't understand why uh, quickly and Obi don't really start too much together. Uh, uh, but Obi, man, he's just shooting threes and and just chucking them up and then airballing them and stuff like that. Man, man needs to get in the paint, man. As a fellow big man, if he's Coach ever put me in the game and I shot a three like that and an airball to bounce off the rim and a crazy miss. <laughs> yeah. I'll be hitting the pine, man, all the way at the end, man. I'll never see the end of the game. Yeah, I hear you, man. Appreciate and, the call, uh, bro. Appreciate the call, man. I mean, look, on the on the quickly thing, yeah, early in the season, yeah, you certainly wanted him to start, and, and the way he's playing, you would like that. But, I mean, the way him and Rose are cooking off that with that bench unit, I'm not sure you even want to touch that right now because, yeah, as man. it is, they're getting plenty of opportunities, or quickly will get his opportunities to close the game if the situation calls for it. I think, yeah, like it's 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 tough, man. It's tough because you do see the slow starts, and you know when it's working with Peyton, it's working. When it's not, it's not. But when it's not, you know, take him out. Today he had what twenty twenty something minutes today. Uh, IQ had tonight. Quickly had twenty one minutes. Twenty two yeah. for Peyton. Yeah, and twenty two for Peyton. Twenty three so for like... Rose. Rose got the most out of the out of the point guard trio. Yeah, so so it's like, all right, coach recognizes he's not playing well. He takes him out. Now you play in kind of backup minutes. We split in the minutes now. So if that's the case, if he is going to start, I do like the the minute reduction here. You know what I'm saying? So it, it balances it out. And you saw Rose with the starting unit. You'll see quickly in there with Randall sometimes. So I like that. So you don't lose too much of the chemistry. You know what I mean? It just having Alfred out there with yeah. the second unit and not feeding Obi Toppin and these other guys, you know, because that second unit is really working for us. Yeah, they're, they're cooking. They're cooking. So at this point, I'm just not sure if, if you really want to disrupt it. But yeah, it, when, they, when the game really, really mattered, it was IQ and Rose that yep. truly closed it, right? It wasn't – they didn't close it, you know, by the time it was 0-0-0 in the fourth. But when the game was really, you know, still could have tipped either way, it was IQ mm-hmm. and Derrick Rose that closed that game. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. They came in, IQ shots a few threes, and they took over the game. And that that's the look that might happen. And um, it's, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with RJ, too, if he's going to be used as a closer. Yeah. Now that IQ and, you know, Rose are in there. And it seems like Tibbs likes to go with spacing with Alec Burks in there with him sometimes. So I'm, I'm curious to see how that goes going forward. I, I think that's going to be the interesting play. I think that's yeah. going to be the interesting yeah. play. It's not, it's not going to be Rose's impact on IQ. It's going to be the two of them are cooking. You need IQ spacing. You need Rose as a floor general and, and spacing and everything. I mean, he's, yeah. let's be honest, he's, he's probably your, your second or third best player on this team right now still. Yeah, I mean, what, it was five minutes left in the game, and they had already, you know, off the bench, 36 points combined in 37 minutes. So, I yeah. mean, they clearly have a very cohesive relationship right on that floor. So, definitely need to go ahead and, you know, utilize that and milk it for all that you can. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. so I, th- I think that's going to be the inter- interesting question is, is uh, how RJ fits into this. Yeah. And, um, you know, how he develops chemistry with them because obviously that's what you'd like to see. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to um, Angel's back. Angel from Philly. Angel, how you feeling, bro? Hey, what's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? Good, bro. Right. What's going on? How's everything? I'm good, man. I'm enjoying the win. I'm, I'm just letting y'all know I'm holding it down from Philly. So anybody Always. got a problem with Ashley and Jay Ellis and CT, y'all got to deal with me, too. I'm just letting y'all know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as the game, I'm, he doesn't I'm know happy to be one. I'm a little upset about the third quarter because I felt like he kept the unit in too long. I feel like if our bench is playing the way that it is, bring them in sooner so therefore we can stop the bleeding. Because when it comes to the substitutions, you know, I think Coach Tibbs, he just – I don't understand why he has Julius Randle in the game when we're up 19 with six minutes in the fourth quarter. Play Obi more. Yeah. You know, and I feel like if we can just get another guard to fill the hole of, the hole of shooting, I think we'll be good, man. I, it looks like we're going to make the playoffs, but we just got to be more consistent and keep beating the teams that we're supposed to beat. And then, you know, if we can make it to the playoffs, I do think that when it comes to free agency, we'll be able to sign better players as well. So we just got to keep it rolling. I'm out. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, Angel. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, he, you're not the only one that had that concern with um, with the substitutions. I mean, I think it comes up a lot in terms of yeah. going with the starters too long, uh, especially in that third quarter, especially when your second unit has it going. So, you know, that's something that, you know, Tibbs has to take a look at. And, and thankfully, it didn't, it didn't kill us tonight. But, um, you know, certainly something to take a look at. Yeah, nah, I agree. I agree. You've been talking about it all day. That's that's been the the thing that goes wrong with Tiz. He's like, uh, he doesn't like to put the, the second unit. And the frog. <laughs> oh, yeah, we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, he's a scorpion and the frog. You know what I'm saying? The Sometimes old scorpion and the frog tail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, we, we got away with one today. We got we got the win. That's all that matters today. Hopefully, he learns from mistakes. We see the minutes are going down for Alfred Payton and some of these guys. So mm-hmm. he, he he's, he's a little stubborn, but you know he, he gets it right sometimes. So we're winning. We're winning still. Yeah, and, and I mean, you you got Julius working out there, and the game is out of hand. Like we got the game. Put Obi in. Obi finished Put Obi fifteen in. minutes. Give him a couple. He could have got twenty minutes. today. Yeah, he could have got, got 20. twenty today. For sure. Yeah. Ash, you had I mean, something good. You can kind of get away with the tips can get away with mistakes like this against a team that's short like Houston, and their shots just were not falling. I mean, for the most part, they were just yeah. breaking it up. But you can't get away with that when you're playing like the Lakers or when you're playing the Clippers or when yeah. you're playing some of the better shooting teams and just as good defensive teams as you are. So his rotations are still a concern of mine and many people. Um, it happened to work today. It happened to not work against us. We were able to bounce back. We were able to still pull out the win. Not every game will be like that. And it's going to be um, a concern throughout the entire season. And I think what also is troubling for me is that I think that the wins tend to kind of mask that. You know, when you're losing, it's real easy to kind of be like, this is why we lost. This, 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 tips, this, tips, that. This is your rotations aren't working. But when you win, it's kind of like, you know, tips in, in his head is saying, see, it works. 
it works. We got to win. <laughs> got to win back to back. So I think it can mask it. And it's like the smoke and mirrors effect of it. And um, that's, that's a little troublesome because it doesn't always work. It's not going to always work. So that still needs to be a major adjustment. Certainly worth watching. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Let's get those likes up. A couple more Super Chats came in. Salute to Alan Berman. He says, salute. Another good win against a team we should beat 25 games in and only two under 500. And talking playoffs with confidence. I want a top eight seed. Feel like it would mean something for this team. All right, no doubt. Paul Robinson says, it's still start IQ, hashtag start IQ. Our starters offensively don't have chemistry, and the bench has saved them from the last three games. This can't work because the starters close tight games. IQ opens the floor for the starters. Yeah, so certainly good points, man. Certainly good points. Um, <clears throat> Scott 35 Scott appreciate it. He says, we are in need of deadly shooters, either in the draft or free agency. Do you think we try and, and pry Gary Trent Jr. from the Blazers in the trade or free agency? We have too many streak shooters bricking wide open shots. Yeah, I mean, ideally, you, you want Bullock, you, you want Burks. Those are your two top guns to, to be more consistent there. Tonight, Bullock was three for five from downtown, though. Nine points. He mm-hmm. gave you seven <clears throat> the other yeah. night. He gave us a nice little start below. Yeah, Burks, Burks was, was off tonight. Only one, but yeah. um, overall, I think he still played solid with that second unit. So, Burks, you'd like to see him get a little, get some more volume up in there. Absolutely. For sure. Um, <clears throat> a couple more. Joseph Rowland says, this team still needs a sniper. I thought Rivers would be it, but it hasn't happened for him. Yeah, I don't know, man. And with Trent, I mean, I can't see the Blazers letting him go. Yeah, why would he let him go? Yeah, I can't can't say. A lot of people have asked about Gary Trent Jr. I mean, solid defender, excellent three-point shooter. I can't see the Blazers letting that go. You know, he's he's their sixth man. And right now with CJ out, you know, he's much more important to that team. So, yeah. um, Yeah. That's more of like an off-season – try to steal them from the Blazers right? because they don't like to spend money. Right. I I think he was picked right after Mitch. So the two steals of that draft was Mm. uh, Mitchell Robinson, Gary Trent Jr. I think Mitch was 36, Gary Trent 37, or somewhere around that range. Uh, Yeah, yeah, they were both picked. That's a pick. That's a hell of a draft. They were both picked uh, within range of each other, Mitchell Robinson, Gary Trent Jr. Steals of that draft, second-round picks. Uh, All right, a couple more before we wrap. Let's go to a couple of eight. Let's go. Let's go to Mars from H Town. Wants to talk about the win. So Mars, you you're a Knicks fan in H Town. What's going on, bro? Oh, y'all holding it down. Y'all hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Already, bro. Loud and clear. What's going on, bro? I from the BX <laughs> to the TX, Houston, Texas. Yo, <laughs> so, hard New York Knicks fan. From the days when we in the championship. We lost against Houston Tech, Houston Rockets during when OJ Simpson was running from the police. <laughs> that down hard, that down hard fan. No doubt, no doubt. Anyway, I love how we hold it down. I think we need to get rid of Peyton and maybe put Austin Rivers in the starting lineup because we need an extra shooter on the court. But you know what? <laughs> love one Houston every time. Go New York. Peace, bro. Peace, Moss. His he intro, put who in the starting Rivers. Austin Ponds. Austin. Austin, who Austin, Austin, Austin Kitty Pool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, his intro was fire. His intro he, was. He did have it all for the five. 
Yeah, oh, he had me hooked. From yeah. BX to the TX. I was like, okay, yeah. I'm in. My man was floating. He was about to go chopped and screwed on us. Like, he was about to go in. I was ready. Yeah, he was about to go Bubba Sparks. And then yeah. he just went. Yeah, Bubba Sparks is Georgia Tales. The, only, the only the only starting lineup Austin is going to be on is, you know, when they board the plane first. <laughs> facts. Facts. Uh, not in Madison Square Garden. He's not going to be on the starting yeah, lineup. Yeah, man. Hey, he started. Like, he came out the gates hot, man. I was ready for the rest. I was. Rivers is in a situation ship right now, man. He's, yeah. he's in a stuff. Yeah, he he's came not. in. He, he um he came in late late in the game. You know, yeah. Salute to Rivers. It's still that's still my guy. You know. Yeah. Just, just going through it right now, and the next yeah. man up league. So, you know that that's just how it goes down. So to Rafael Castro in the chat team hashtag new throw your cities in the chat. We just heard from all from H Town BX to the TX. Throw your cities in the chat. Let us know where you guys are checking in from. We'll shout you guys out. All right, a couple more before we wrap. Mars, Mars, was, Mars had some bars, JL, sometimes. Yeah, he did, man. Like, then it just went south, man. Star Rivers for shooting. Start him where? Yeah. For shooting where? Still salute to him, though. New caller, okay. you know what I'm saying? Let's go okay. another new caller, Jason from Pennsylvania. Jason, how you doing? Jason, go once. And doing good, doing good. I love your show. Amazing show. So awesome. I just have one quick question I want to Oh. You still there? Yeah, yeah, loud and clear, bro. Waiting Hello? on you. Yeah, waiting on you, man. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I have one quick question. I mean, what's going on with R.J. Barrett? This is probably, what, the third or fourth game he's been struggling right now? Is his is shooting is off or something like that? I wanted to know what you guys, your feedback about it. I'm going to get off the phone, but thanks for you know, having my call. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. I mean, you know, we kind of touched on it earlier in the night. I mean, I just think it was just an off night for him. It was just an off night for him. I mean, he, he finished with um, seven points, still had five assists, so he was still productive in certain areas. Two of eight from the field. I thought he missed, you know, two to three bunnies that he yeah. had. He only took one three and he missed it. So, I thought he, he took some shots that, you know, normally he, he should make, and he's got to finish better. That's all it is. I think he's just got to finish better. Yeah, that's really what it is. Got to finish better, didn't shoot well, and then um, Tibbs, he went with another direction when he wasn't playing well, and that's all he wrote. Yeah. But RJ will be back. He'll be fine. Like, he closed with him the game before. He's going to get his time again. He will be fine. RJ's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Just a little bit of a slump right now. And he'll snap back out of it like he did the last time. There's going to be a lot of these slumps throughout the season until he gets more consistent, until he, mm-hmm. you know, has more consistency than he has inconsistencies. It's going to be okay. The nine god is alive, flourishing. <laughs> we'll be back. Don't worry about RJ. It's all good in the hood. That, that's a fact. So, Jonathan and South Memphis, salute. Uh, Jean Cheriel, L.I. stand up. Salute to everybody in Long Island. Kevin K. checking in from Shaolin. What's going on? Enzo954 checking in from Delray Beach. Yeah, so uh, he's down there in Florida. Salute to um, Bada Zubro checking in from Alicante, Spain. Fritz Alcindo checking in from New Haven, Connecticut, pizza capital of the world. Lou Diamond, salute to the Heights. Everybody up there in the Heights. Be more pressed off 410. What's going on? Baltimore heavy in here. We got Everett Stalling checking in from Hempstead slash Fort Lauderdale. All right. So, hmm, okay. No doubt. No doubt. How do you do that? How do you manage? 
Uh, he, hey, he probably went down there for the sun, man. Be, beats all the freezing rain and, and snow we got up here. So salute to him. Muhammad Mustafa Wahad checking in from Fremont, California. Salute to you. And Anthony Cooper checking in from the QC. Charlotte, bro. Appreciate it, man. All right, a couple more calls before we wrap. Let's go to Y.O. Jarrell, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Good, good. Yo, yo, just take it off speakerphone. No speakerphone, bro. Please take it. No speakerphone. No, no speakerphone. No speakerphone. No, no, no. I'm not on speaker. Oh, sounded like it. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Hello? Oh, all right. All right, so um, I just got the idea that, like, we should shoot for Bradley. My reason is, for our starters, it'll open up the floor so much. And I don't feel like we have to reach too hard to get him. He wants to go. So who's your starters? Who who yeah, who, 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 who are you trading? Who are you trading? What's your trade? Burke, Austin, in our own second round. <laughs> Yo, have, a, have a good night, <laughs> have, a, have a good night, man. Maybe Ashley will pull that off, but I don't know if... <laughs> Send me in. I, I don't even think I can get that deal though. Maybe I can get that deal. I don't know if Leo can though. Quick hooks, man. I'm, I'm almost done. My fault. My fault. Yeah. Yeah. So, if I'm Washington and you're like, yeah, so I got a, you know, a proposition for you. How about I send you Burt Click? Like, no. no. <laughs> I had to treat it like a simulation, man. I'm sorry, bro. Uh, yeah, I appreciate yeah. the call, man. No yeah. Yo, if, Ashley, yeah. if we get Ashley the Viking hat, she can 100% pull that trade off. Yeah, man. Salute, salute Jarrell and Y.O., man. But Jarrell, like, that, that's the you wildin', man. That's crazy, bro. It's crazy talk, man. Yeah. I don't even think I could get that done, Jalen. Yeah. Like, I, was, <laughs> I believe I could, in you. And I could put that pretty much a lot. Time. I can't Big even do that. For sure. Marvin from Long Island. Marvin, how you doing? How you doing, guys? You guys are very forgiving. The other night you guys were saying that, you know, we need to build and we need to, you know, stick with the youth and things of that nature. And now you're feeling these questions about trades. I think we should just build from the draft. And I believe what we should continue to uh, allow the youth to uh, – to uh, grow. However, I do believe in keep, keeping the young guys on the bench. Okay? They don't have to start or be in the game all the time in order to grow. I mean, for example, uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers sat behind Peyton, I mean, Brett Favre, and it worked out fine. You just got to let them grow. They can learn. Rose can teach. But Rose should be starting on this team. On this team, Rose should be starting and the youth uh, should be learning from him. It, it's just a fact. He's, he's he's clearly the best player on the team. Yeah, no question about it. Okay, man. Appreciate and the, his direction. Yeah, appreciate it. Cool. Yeah, and, and he does. Yeah, he he does provide direction for the team. I definitely agree with that. We don't we don't know what the agreement is with Rose and Tibbs right now in terms of how to treat his playing time. Tibbs is, he he's come off the bench for Detroit. Tibbs just says he's going to come off the bench for now. He's getting the minutes that he's gotten in Detroit on a load management type of situation. Who knows if if he's due for more or if they make the playoffs? Do they ramp him up? I don't know. We got to wait and see. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think it's set in stone whether he's going to start or come off the bench. But for right now, it's working. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. Ag- 
Uh, I don't agree with Rose coming being a. I don't agree with Rose being a starter for two reasons. And I know he's using the Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers analogy, but it's a little bit different in football. Um, I think, you know, when you're, you have 20 year old guys, 22 year old guys, 19 year old guys on your team, they need the reps, um, especially because Derrick Rose is not going to be an immediate part of your future. He's here now. He's not going to be here two, three seasons from now. These guys, for the most part, will be. And you want them to know what it's like to start. You want them to know what it's like to start a basketball basketball game, to come in hot. You want them to get in, you know, fluid rotations and things like that. I don't think having D. Rose coming off, you know, starting and not coming off the bench and those guys watching him start is going to change anything. I think it's much better with what they have going on. Also, with D. Rose's age, I think he prefers coming off the bench. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think, you know, if you believe the conversations that transpired when he was released from Detroit, one of the things that he said was like, look, I, I only have so much legs left. Like, I want to go someplace that's going to be somewhat, you know, alive and going to be somewhat of a contender, going to be somewhat of a team that I can contribute to in different aspects. So I just think having him coming off the bench is, is just a good niche spot for him at this point of his career. I don't think it's anything necessary for him to do the the opposite end of that of that spectrum. I just think it, it doesn't it doesn't add to the situation. It doesn't hurt the situation. I just don't think it adds to the situation. I think where he is right now is fine. Certainly working, and and like I said, right now if he, if he's there to close, let's just see how it plays out. You know, right now they they're winning. They won two in a row, thirteen and fifteen on the campaign. Um, they got playoff aspirations, so let, let's just see how it plays out. You, you can bet. That if they do make it, he'll have a more uh, uh, considerable role with, within his offense. I, I can't, you know, doubt that. So we'll, we'll just see how it plays out, man. We'll just see yeah. how it plays out. Yeah, for sure. I, and I kind of feel like, I don't know, I watch stagger minutes closely. So when, when minutes are getting staggered, I'm, I'm paying attention because I always feel like that's the coach's way of experimenting for two or three minutes to see how stuff works. Yeah. And today, when um, things started to go awry, I noticed that Derrick Rose was the first guard off the bench. He was doing the Derrick Rose yeah. IQ for the first couple of games. Right. Today was Derrick Rose with first. The starter. He was first off the bench. First off the bench. Yeah, and he's playing with the starters for like a two minute, three minute period. So I'm keeping an eye on that because, yeah. like like Tibbs said, um, as for now, so that could have been his testing ground to see what that group would look like. You know. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. And I know that people are in the chat are saying, oh, he's only 32 in age, but in injury, he's, he's older than mileage, that. though. So, yeah, he's got mileage. Yeah, he's got a lot of mileage yeah. on him. So although his age is only 32, he's probably more like 35 when it comes to yeah. basketball year. Yeah. There's no reason the pressure of him of getting the motion of a game starting when I think he works best with the situation he's in now when he's working with IQ, when he's in that second unit, when he's coming off the bench, there's no reason to go ahead and change what's not broken. So True, true, true story. Um, Val from Jersey. Val, what's going on? Yeah. Hello, how's everybody doing? Um, I just have to say something about the R.J. Barrett disrespect on this team. Now, I know Ashley doesn't like this guy, but the only guy that ever passed to R.J. was Frank Natilakina. I'm watching why sometimes are you talking about? I see the Kentucky click clicking up. I see quickly and Rose clicking up, and Arthur's like a fourth option. The only time he can touch the ball is when he get a rebound on the fast break, but in the half court, there's no one. I'm sorry, but we need someone on the team that's going to be 
So Val, 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 who's who's minutes is Val? But but ask yourself this question, though, Val. Who's minutes right now stay. is Frank taking right now? Who's minutes is Frank taking right now? Who's Frank? All right, who's minutes? All right, all right, all right. ready? Ready? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, I mean, if we move Knox to power forward, Frank is gonna go at the three a little bit. Calling from France, I can't hear him. Because you know we're gonna need extra bodies in there. All I'm saying is I just want somebody in there that's going to prioritize RJ the way Peyton and Randall prioritize each other, the way the Kentucky crew prioritizes each other with Burke. I just need RJ to get fed. Okay. Give him the ball. And Frank always passed the knocks in RJ. Believe it or not. All right. Man, appreciate the call, bro. Appreciate the call. I refuse. I rebuke the Frank conversation. Yeah. I refuse. He didn't, he didn't have an answer. He didn't have a good answer. I rebuke it. I don't want to talk now, about it. I thought he was going to say Elf. I thought. Frank steps on the court and plays NBA minutes in the in the year 2021, I am rebuking the conversation. I don't want to What's hear that? about it. I don't care about it. He's not taking anybody's minutes. The man couldn't even give me a name. I was waiting for no. him to say something. Oh, my man had like, no oh, answers. He said, uh-uh-uh. That he should take, like, IQ's minutes or something so he could bang it on him because I was this close. <laughs> no, it's but man, Val, Val had no answers, man. Val had no answers. He he sounded like Jarrell from Yonkers with it with his Levine with his Beal trade, man. You guys gotta yeah. come ready, come ready. Yeah, you gotta yeah. come ready. You know, and yeah. and Elf has been producing um better lately, so it's even yeah. even harder to say yeah. Elf. You know what I'm saying? But that Listen, was my answer. even with his flaws, you you can't argue in being completely out of it. You know, because I, yeah. don't, I don't think Tibbs is going to do that. And I, I don't, don't think so. He's not going to do that. You know, for the people that want Peyton gone, they're not going to trade him. No, they're not trading. They're not going to trade him. Put, put Frank in a red shirt and red and white striped shirt and call him Waldo because we can't find him. Like, <laughs> Frank, I haven't even seen him on the bench. I don't know if he's still he might still be in Miami. Over I think yeah. he left still... in Miami. Yeah, I think he's over for the call. Listen, <laughs> let me run into Frank in the 305. I got some things Miami, man. Frank was at AOD right. and, and ran into somebody that had COVID. They put him in the COVID protocol. Yeah. You know All what right. I mean? Let me, yeah, yeah, let, me, get in. let me run into Frank in Miami. We got to have a conversation. Yeah, Frank, Frank is toast. He's finished, man. He's finished. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. AOD like, like Ace Diamonds? Yeah, yeah. That's what happened. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Frank, he's a young guy. You know, he's he's coming into America. He's trying to check out what's going Frank, on. Frank, that's her. Frank, you Frank, can't be not playing. <laughs> Frank was out late, man. Went to AOD one. He wasn't getting burned next. anyway. I'll be out too. Yeah, he was <laughs> The he strip club is for players, <laughs> not bench players. What money are you throwing, sir? You should be saving those coins. You're going to need them, okay? Man, I'd be happy with Frank money right now. Yeah, yeah that's a fact. That's a fact. Those, put them into savings because those MSG checks are going to stop very soon, okay? Yo, I'm, I'm good with a cool $7 million a year. Yeah, Frank, Frank's, Frank's, I think Frank's getting like eight. Yeah, seven. Yeah, seven or eight, right? I seven think Frank's eight. getting like eight, man. Yeah, but I'm good with that. Send him to the G League. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah, go to the G League. Time up here. Send him to the Definitely G League. Go. Send him to the G League, man. Um, so to everybody in the chat once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Let me know. Uh, somebody give me a fight update. Let me know uh, where this where this UFC card is at. 
And uh, we're going to take a couple more calls and then wrap. I'm very upset by that. I'm very upset what? by that. No, I, I completely yeah. made that whole story up. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I completely made that up. But it, it, was just, it was just interesting that they put him in the COVID protocol when they got to Miami. So I'm just – you know, deducing things. Yeah. I'm just, you know, just putting on my process of elimination. Process of elimination. The strip club is not called Ace of Diamonds. It's King of Diamonds. I said okay. AOD. I said AOD. AOD. <laughs> Whatever, man. Same thing. KOD's like not even like around anymore. Ace it's not Kings. Even the... Ace King. Is it AOD down there? Ace I knew that, but I didn't want to act like I knew that. What's Ace of Ace Diamonds? Diamonds. Okay, so okay, so I had the location. Ace of Spades right. is the drink. Yes, <laughs> King Ace of, of Diamonds. Ace of Diamonds is, is a real spot, though. You you did like some weird. You did like a fusion so thing, spot, kind of like yeah, Ace of Diamonds is a real spot. I know what I'm talking about. Ace of Diamonds. I know someone. I know someone in the chat knows. So let yeah. us know. Ace of Diamonds is a real place. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Yeah, I know KOD, but uh, AOD is a real place. I think it's like the sister company. The sister company? I can't. <laughs> it's, a, it's a franchise. You know what I mean? Ace King. Sack of Diamonds somewhere. Yeah. Here. Sack of Diamonds. All of that, man. All of that. All right. Um, Harlem, <laughs> Harlem World. PJ, what's going on? No, it's PJ. PJ. Hey, what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing, man? Good, good, man. How you feeling, bro? All right, not bad, bro. So I want to talk about a couple of things, right? Um, real quick. Hold on, I got a little bit of notepad here. So oh, boy. I didn't forget nothing. All right, All right cool. so CP, first thing I wanted to find out from you, right, is because I really is, well, appreciate your thoughts on, on, on the game. All three of y'all, I really you know, value what you guys think. <clears throat> so I really need a real answer on what's really going on with RJ. Now, <laughs> before y'all tell me that he's, He's in a drought, and, you know, he's just having a slump over the last three or four games. I think it's something else, bro. I'm watching these games, and he's not as aggressive as he used to be. People aren't passing him the ball as much. I don't really see much of a chemistry between him and the rest of the team other than maybe Arden, um, um, uh, Randall. And I, I just feel like there's something else there. Before you answer that, hold on. Let me get to my next point. Okay. Next All right. point Turn the page. Turn the page. Rose coming to the Knicks. Rose coming to the Knicks was more so about um, uh, Rivers not being as a, as a effective as he, we thought he was going to be when we signed him. Yeah. So it had nothing to do with taking away minutes from um, um, Manuel quickly or, or, or from anybody else on the team. It had more so to do with Rivers. That's mm. why he's in the back of the bench, and more than likely he's going to get traded, if not by the end of the, the trade deadline, but by the end of the season. We're going to use him in a package, hopefully to be able to get Bill, which would get me to my next point. I would do the Bill deal. Now, you, I, before you guys go and clown me about who we should oh, do, what should Here be a go. real trade, up. realistically, we don't really have anything that I'm willing to give up okay. for Bill, right? They're going to want maybe two first-round picks, RJ and OB or something like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do that. So, if, but, I mean, I would love to do the deal, but I don't want to give up our four guys for that deal. So I'd rather just hold on and maybe hopefully he'll demand a trade so he can lessen his value so we'd be able to pick him up. Um, 
Hold on. Don't say nothing. Hold on. Let me get to the next one. I'm disappointed. <laughs> but I'm waiting on the deal. No, 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 no. Yo, hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. What is the deal for Bradley Beal? You got to tell me the deal if you want him. Oh, you want me to? I mean, I'm not. Like I said, I can't give you a deal because <laughs> there's version that we have that I'm willing to give up. Okay, like, okay. You okay. would have to give up something. Let's be realistic. They're going to want. You would have to give up something like, say, for an example, RJ, Kevin Knox, um, Mitch. And maybe a first round pick, something okay. like that. I got you. you I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. First round pick. Okay. Right, but and 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 I'm not I'm not willing to give up RJ or even Obi. They're gonna want some of our some of our our, our um our, our key players. They may even want Randall. They're gonna probably want, they're gonna want to try to hijack yeah. us, right? And I'm not willing to do that. So no, I'm not going to do any type of deal right now. Okay, it's not worth it. Okay. So, and I already see y'all laughing and thinking that I'm looking, I'm sounding crazy. No, I'm just <laughs> no, not. I, I'm saying I, I want to do a deal, got but it. I don't. Okay, all right. No, we got it. We got it. We got it. We got it, fam. What, what's the third point? What's the third one? All right, bet. All right. So hold on. So hold on. So hold on. So now, in reference to Peyton, right? Okay. Anybody's been clowning Peyton in regards to him not being able to shoot. We all know he can't shoot, but mm-hmm. he. I mean, think about it. There's a lot of teams in the league that's willing to trade for him. Why are they willing to trade for him? He plays very good defense. He can get to the hole, and he knows how to set the offense in the beginning of the game. That's why you got Tibbs starting him. All right? So let's keep him going for now, okay, until we can get another guard at the end of the year because he has no trade calls in the contract. We can't do nothing with him. So we got to hold on to him. He plays good defense. Let's keep going with him. He's going to be good because, I mean, in reference to the playoffs, when it comes time to playoffs, okay, right? Because the game slows down, and that's where we're going to it's going to help. Us. So I know it's Got a lot. It. I ain't going to hold you. Appreciate you, bro. Um, Ob is going to be a real good player um, as long as we find a really good point guard to match his ability, because that's what I think he's lacking. Yeah. he's not going to be able to get a, a a point guard with him to be able to to, to match his ability. When you see Rose on the floor with him. You see, he's, he, he flourishes, able to move a little bit more, you know, frequently, uh, move a little bit more fluently, okay. and, and that helps him. So he needs right. a really good point guard. All right, appreciate Rose the call. Appreciate, appreciate the call. Appreciate the call, bro. I'm sorry, but we just got to keep the calls moving, man. I, I got you, though. We, we got you, man. Listen, with the, with the whole RJ thing, I think the bottom line is we just got to wait and see. Just, you know, it's a couple games skid now, but he was cooking for, uh, you know, uh, the last – 10 games before that. So let's give him a chance. Yes, yeah. he has the tape on the knee. We'll have to see how, you know, what what's going on there. Did look a little bit slower than normal. Didn't really have his typical burst. Not to say that he has a lot of burst and explosion, but it, 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 was, it was more evident in other games. Today he looked a little bit um, slower. So we'll see. We just have to wait and see. But I wouldn't say that, you know, it's something to be alarmed about by any means. You know, yeah. I just think that's just it, man. I agree. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, we, we mentioned it, you know, we spoke about it a, a, a thousand times already. So, um, so to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you. Boys, big surges in the chat going in. We got Chuck D in the chat vibing out with the people, so definitely appreciate it. All right, close of the night. Ari, what's going on, man? How you feeling, bro? Uh, bro, what, what, what have I been listening to, like, the past couple calls, man? Like, like, if Adderall was a caller in human form, it would be Jim, that Jim, guy. Like, Jim, try following what he was saying. But um, 
and oh my god, we were so close to getting through a stream without hearing Frank's name. And then yeah. someone had to do it, obviously. <laughs> like, oh, we were so close, man. And we, someone had to do it. But um, hey, they miss him. Listen, man. They miss I mean, shout out Papa Left. Um, speedy recovery. Uh, I'm on actually on that green magic, to be honest with you. So like, I'm not really in a confrontational uh, like mood right now. Okay. But Ashley, like, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 just gonna say it. I'll still trade Randall for two first round picks or more. Um, not chopped cheese. I was I would have traded Randall for chopped cheese. Twenty twenty Randall for chopped cheese. Twenty twenty one Randall, two first round picks or more. Because CP and I, you know, we're looking we're, we're looking, looking at business. the future, right? We're, we're not business. prisoners at the moment. You know, we're trying to build a championship team. That's a fact. So you know, that's that. Um, Frank didn't catch COVID. He's out with a broken finger now. So that's another thing. <laughs> um, what else was I going to say? Also, watching Derek Rose. Watching Derrick Rose, Boogie Cousins, and John Wall on the same floor was like watching a Wounded Warrior project, man. That was like <laughs> so many injuries. I, I can't believe it. But you know what the truth is, though? The truth is Derrick Rose is better than all of them, right? And this is no the main point I want to talk troops, about, man. right? Before, your service, before Green Magic, this is what I want to talk about, all right? Derrick Rose, right? He's always been good, period, okay? He's always been nice, Okay? This idea that Derrick Rose is washed up is fake news media, bro. It's fake news, dude. What ended up happening is he got injured, okay? Mm-hmm. He got injured. He had multiple injuries. And then he, and the reason why this narrative started was because he didn't want to come back and play. He wanted to sit out an extra year. And people started clowning D. Rose. And the narrative stuck that D. Rose was like a washed bum when in reality he was never washed. Just because you're not the most athletic point guard to ever live, and because you're not the youngest MVP in NBA history, doesn't mean you're washed. This guy's always been good, period, end of story. He'll continue to be good, all right? Whatever he lost in athleticism, he gained in shooting. And also what he's doing with Emmanuel quickly right now is exactly what DeAndre Jordan did with Mitchell Robinson last year. He's really tutoring him, so I like that. Second point, all right, Emmanuel quickly, right? People in the chat be saying, like, yo, like, I think we found our future six-man of the year, six-man this. Bro, like, I think people are underestimating this guy. He's so good, bro. You don't understand. Yeah. He's I, Honestly, I think he has all-star potential, man. I think people are short-selling how good this guy is. I did some research because so I'm in my surge bag, all right? I'm in my surge bag. I did some research, right? He's <laughs> okay. averaging 12 points in 19 minutes a game. 12 points in 19 minutes a game. Per 36 minutes, 23 points a game as a rookie. He's shooting fifth in the NBA in free throw percentage, all right? He's an elite shooter, and not, not only do the numbers back it up, but if you, if you watch the game, even when he misses, he barely misses the shot, all right? So I think quickly, like, you know, just because he was the 25th pick doesn't mean he doesn't have a high ceiling. I think this guy is a future all-star ceiling, man, honestly. Okay. And um, listen, the last thing I want to say, all right, mm-hmm. you know, we still need to add assets to the team, man. We're in a rebuilding mode. So whether that's trade Randall or that's trade anyone else, you guys could discuss that, whatever. But we shouldn't abandon the number one thing, which is adding assets and continuing the rebuild. So maybe, I don't know, maybe what we could do is, you know, if you want to compete for the playoffs but also add assets, maybe we could take on a bad contract for, like, one year punt on free agency, get a first-round pick attached to it so we can make a run in the playoffs yeah. and, it's, and get an extra asset. 
So um, I don't know, but yeah, I just I don't know. I'm I'm good. All good, bro. Enjoy enjoy, enjoy the rest of the weekend, man. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. I don't think there's like bad assets out there this year like that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Saying, I'm not saying so that. Sure, bro. I feel like that time was like last year or so when there was yeah. a bunch of contracts that we can attach picks to that we can get. I don't know. And also, too, we have so many picks. You're going to have to start consolidating some of these picks for bigger to. picks, yo. You're going to have to. I mean, they got rid of one for Rose, which was, you know, I think the right thing to do. Um, and so we'll see. I, I think they're open for everything. They, are, they will be open for business for the right deals. And I don't think they're going to be rushing anything. Um, I think they'll keep their ear to the streets on whatever it is that's going to help them continue to build. But right now, I think that they, they're going to look to to buy low mm-hmm. as they compete for the playoffs. And that, that's yeah. clearly what the Rose move meant. And exactly. I think that that's an indicator that they're not going to trade Randall just to trade him. And and so, yeah, that's where they are, man. Yeah. If, if a Randall trade happens, it's going to be next year. Next yeah. season. This season. Right. Uh, that is a fact and uh salute to Ari salute to everybody in the chat man let's get those likes up once again great show everybody um next win man 121 to 99 back at it Monday Knicks versus Hawks right do we have the Hawks I think that's the game right so Trey Young and company Mm -hmm. coming to town Knicks versus Hawks Monday and then Knicks Magic on Wednesday alright no doubt no doubt alright JLS let's go bro Alright man, definitely check out the KOT show on um on SoundCloud iTunes Replay and Stitcher. Also, please subscribe to the Nick of Time show on YouTube as well. Uh check our guys Ryan and Raw, other people we have on the show on a weekly basis. Um definitely go to the, the blog too at the Nickatimeshow.com to check out our writers and the merch as well. KOT hat over there, plus some t shirts to RJ, Mitch and some others over there as well. And you also, also, also follow us on all social medias. That is the KOT Show on Twitter, the Naked Time Show on Instagram, and follow us on Facebook as well. That is our show. Back to you, Ash. As usual, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Ash Nicole Moss. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, All In with Ash Nicole. And thank you guys so much for all the Valentine's Day wishes. I was reading them as we were going. I can't shout everybody out, but I did see them. So if you have a special someone, I hope you have an amazing day tomorrow. And if you don't, I hope you have an amazing day tomorrow. And, um, yeah, you guys will all be my Valentine's because I don't have one. I, I didn't even see <laughs> that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. TV we're was not going, going crazy to get, We're not going to get the happy Valentine's Day from the, from the <laughs> yeah, guy. We, we don't get that. That's just weird. Yeah. Send we them all we don't get those type of flowers, <laughs> We don't get those type it's of It's not flowers. about you. <laughs> Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Great win. Two in a row. 13 and 15 on the campaign. Let's continue the conversation. Leave a comment below. Leave a comment in the chat and let us know what you thought about this game. Uh, Knicks versus Hawks on Monday. So you know where we'll be right here. Number one show for the fans by the fans. Remember this show is available in audio podcast format. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all the major podcast platforms on the Knicks Fan TV. So no excuse to miss it. If you miss it on video, you can always catch it on audio. Great job, all the mods, as usual. Let me salute the rest of the Super Chats that came in before we wrap. Um, Cynthia, Cynthia, appreciate it. She says, nice win, hashtag quick row. Agree, not interested in either Beal nor Oladipo. Jay Boogie was right. Quickly Rose combo is fire. Peace. 
Appreciate Cynthia. Appreciate you. Uh, Mike McIntosh says our bench, which smoked most of the Eastern Conference, feel very good about. Um, feel very good about going up against the top teams in the playoffs. Knicks are back. Amari voice. Papa left once again says one Randall receipt will not buy back the Alonzo Harris smoke. Two blue magic is nice, but white on white, like I got the whole thing bleached, is home uni. I don't know why they um they, they go with these Jordan uniforms a lot, man. I thought that was gonna be like a little like you know specialty thing. It's dusting. It's like adds to feel it. Get it out to feel it. It's crazy, it. man. What happened to the white home uniforms? Chuck Chuck is in the chat. Talk to me, Chuck. I know you gotta be going crazy, man. The Jumpman logo on the jersey, Last the blue one. jerseys at home. Not even like the away jersey. Ash, we need that jersey behind you. Those are the ones that Knicks fans yeah. have been clamoring for. Man. We need those. We need those back. Get rid of the exactly. Jumpman oh. thing, man. Yo, Steve, stop. Steve. Steve, Steve what are you doing, Steve? Yeah, head of marketing. Yeah. Hey, hey, that's the one. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Fat boy with kicks is yo, CP. I still need that 4X Knicks fan TV hoodie. All right, man, I got you, bro. I got you, man. I got you. Somebody also also hit me, said I got to, you know, make sure I look out for those guys. So we'll look out for you, man. Fat boy with kicks, I got you, bro. Um, it, it hit me on Instagram. Send me a DM on Instagram so I make sure I have your contact. I'll make sure uh, I get that in your size. At Paula says, um, you're great win, but can Burks make a shot? Yeah, we need Burks to come alive, especially if we're going to make the playoffs. We need Burks to be more consistent. Uh, Afreak New York's is great show, professional and entertaining. Definitely appreciate it. Rhyme Animal Chuck D says, IQ now finding that a KG athletic super vet like D. Rose won't have those walls, balls, and Kembas on their heels while schooling from Conley, CP3s, and Stephs will be carefully respected with concern. Maturation of quickly, man, and Rose is certainly helping Mm-hmm. There's, there's no doubt, so that's that's good to see. That chemistry is uh, budding very fast. Jeffrey Vasquez says that blue magic hits different tonight. We got callers talking crazy, but great win. Shout out to the Knicks fan, all 72. Hey, man, all views are welcome. All opinions are welcome. You know, it all makes for a good show, so appreciate it. Tiger Style says, Frank Hive, straight up glue sniffers. Just give up and throw your membership card in the yellow snow like I did. <laughs> he said, he said, Ash, your eye roll game is too strong. Oh, <laughs> shout out Tiger Style. At uh, the NY Sports Guy says, don't let this game distract you. That Jay Ellis and Ashley said that Rose is coming to take IQ's minutes. CP smoked them in the debate. That's the final word. And Rose is less efficient than Peyton. That's the people who are talking. Oh, That's like, not me. I hope we got this all out of, all out of our system. <laughs> the people are talking. You know, I I expected this. I, I you know, I, I was going to warn you before you came back, Ashley, that the smoke was coming. You know what I'm saying? I mean, numbers, I'm just gonna let you numbers don't lie. Look it up. I mean, numbers yeah. up. You need That's it. That, that's all. I'm asleep the same, so it's I fine. That. That's all. You know what I'm saying? I was, I'm just going to let you know. Expect, feel the wrath. The wrath was coming. So it is what it is. Great show, everybody. See you guys Monday night. We out of here, people. Peace. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. 
Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.